Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And it's all about waking up. It's all about starting our day. Good morning, guys. This is Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. You hear the sleep in my voice? There is sleep in my voice because there is rain outside this window. And we got to get it started, though, because I'm woke. I hope you guys are awake. And let's just take a deep breath and get this thing going. And I'm trying to figure out. I was trying to meditate for a little bit, but meditating was about to put me back to sleep. Because we, we've got some uh, inclement weather, some severe weather going through uh today and i'm just i was up trying to check all the schedules because i had a, a absolute packed day let me see what is all this facebook has got something new and different uh i had an absolute packed day and so i'm watching because last night i was headed out to an event and they uh called a rain day they had to change to the inclement weather we had some uh, serious lightning strikes in the area yesterday and I know we were headed into a drought so the rain is a good thing but um it's coming too fast and too furious and we've had we've experienced that before if you're um in and around Atlanta or the southeast region you know that our waterways can be tricky all right when they say the creek don't rise they mean please don't rise creek um because Around in Atlanta, even though we are landlocked per se, as far as being on near the coast, we do have a number of lakes, water, waterways, streams, creeks, rivers. In fact, the massive river, Chattahoochee River, runs all up and through Atlanta and Georgia. And uh, then we have, you know, my neighborhood alone uh, has a creek that runs through and the reservoirs and all, all this stuff. Just, you'd be surprised. And, and I don't think you would be surprised because if you like me have been using the GPS system just to navigate traffic, you have seen how many waterways that we have around this city and probably your own city. And if you are relocating and moving as many millions are relocating and moving to Atlanta, you need to find out if you are downstream Always know if you are upstream or downstream. And I know that I'm always trying to live upstream because um, when you like we have a lot of rain and we've had it's been raining now for a couple of hours. I have to warn those that are downstream because the water has to go somewhere. And I really think that should be the topic of our discussion today because I was thinking about the rain day because there's a really important event that I was looking forward to going to today and, and I know that their space in and of itself can't comprise this event they but they had some great outdoor spaces that I really think that I was hoping that they would utilize for this event so I'm really watching to see uh if that event date is going to change and I saw a notification I think on on Friday everybody was still looking ex- excited about it so I've seen uh there was another event that was supposed to take place this weekend the Rosé event which is a, again outdoor space and outdoor park venue that they were going to use they've canceled or rescheduled or no they actually postponed with a future date in mind um so I'm just watching and also, because I have an event this weekend uh, on Sunday, you know, we are actually, or tomorrow, 24 hours from this podcast, is the first clients are coming in for the business clinic. So I'm, I'm watching because while I can't imagine having to change um, a reschedule or use a rain date, I still want to be mindful 
of those because you don't you you have to be mindful because if everybody's not in a celebratory mood, your celebra- celebration can trigger. And and that's why you have to be mindful of it. You have to be mindful. If you're upstream and folk are, folk are having trouble downstream and you're celebrating and they're like, wait, we're losing everything. You have to be mindful. And mindful is not in the word. I wanted, I'm trying to find a word about this. I'm going to say rainy days. Let's just talk about rainy days, okay? And we can talk about it metaphorically or we can just talk about the fact that, hey, it's raining outside. And what does that cause change? That whole thing I just said right there, that old metaphor I just gave you right there. That could be the whole, whole conversation. Um, upstream. Let's write that upstream, downstream. Because, you know, we we feel that way. We could talk about it as far as our feelings. We could talk about it as far as things mentally, physically going on. Um, I posted right before this. I said, somebody's trying to figure out your confidence. And I'm talking to myself on both sides of this thing. Because sometimes we are we are... We're in the gaze. Let's write that down. Gaze, G-A-Z-E. Sometimes we're conducting a gaze, uh, and sometimes the gaze is on us. That means the eyes, the lenses. Write that down. Lenses, right? Sometimes we're looking at people, and we're, like, trying to figure out their... For the most part, we are. We're always, always and forever looking at people, trying to figure out their confidence, especially if you have some type of ambition. Write that down. Ambition. Trying to make this all makes sense. If you have some type of ambition or goal, write that down, a goal that you're trying to reach, you will more than likely begin, begin to look at someone to try to figure out their confidence so that you can figure out their strategy. Okay. I'm writing that down too, because we're, this is what we do. Uh, if I didn't take time, I had to go right into this because the thoughts just started pouring. But again, my name is Yolanda at Dryer Buzz and how to get out of bed is something I started. It's a daily conversation that we have. Uh, and what we're writing down is basically basically creating an infographic. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but for me, I'm going to publish it. Okay. So these are some thoughts in my mind where I would have a conversation with myself each and every morning as I would talk myself out of bed. And I said, well, you know how to do what you do best. Make it a podcast and talk with others. Find your think tank, your like minds, and so forth, and just get out here and figure this thing out. And so it's helped me to stay productive um, when it comes to getting out of bed. Let me see if I can grab Periscope here and check you guys out. You know what? And I don't even see. Wait a minute. I don't even see. Um, oh, there it is. I can't find my other device. I'm using another. I was like, wait a minute. Why is it not in its spot? Like, please don't go moving stuff around me. And and I can't find my other device. So I've obviously put it somewhere where I thought I would remember and I did not. So we wake up each and every day and just try to come up with a strategy for the day. How to get out of bed. What's our first move? What's the next move? The next move. Let's write that down. I like that. Next move. What's your next move? Many people can't answer. They can't answer that. Don't know the next move. So... We start looking around and and choosing to model ourselves. We talked about yesterday, I read a little something from this book called Still Like an Artist. And we talked about how this is not really anything original. You know, you borrow ideas. The sad part is we have a lot of people that don't like to give attribution. Like, where'd you get that from? Because you don't want everybody else going and get it. There are those. Like, you know, man, they got this. That's really cool. I wonder where they got it from. And they won't tell you. Don't plan to tell you. Okay. But inspiration is what we're seeking. And we look, we try to figure out 
um, the confidence, how people build up their confidence, how they stack these things up so that we can use it in what we want to accomplish and what we want to do. And I wish that we did it. I wish that because most of us have to exist in these larger bodies of people, populations, and oftentimes the answers don't get through because we're in such a crowd and the first people get it and they just kind of hoard onto it until they can figure out instead of passing it on. And too many of us have to exist in that. And that we're talking about again, our 60, 30 and 10 and the 10 breaks down into the nine and the 1%, right? And we're out here trying to figure this thing out. You know, it's the weekend right now. In fact, uh, what's today? Saturday. I almost thought it was Sunday. I saw a church service on Periscope. I was like, oh my God, did I sleep through Saturday? <laughs> and uh, I hope that's the seven day Adventist church that was on. I was like, oh my God, I thought it was Sunday for a minute. I'm like, okay, wait, how much rest did I get? Right. So hopefully you are rested. And like I said, this is just a conversation for those of us who at times have to deal with being overwhelmed, maybe even some anxiety, some depression, uh, depression, meaning that you're dealing with too much that has already happened. Anxiety means you're dealing with too much of something that has not happened and you still got time to impact it. You still got, you got time to, uh, change, to, to deal with what you had to deal with in your mind, get it set, understand, Hey, look, that happened. That happened. And there are many reasons things happen. Okay. And you've got time to, Hey, listen, that hasn't happened yet. So what am I going to do right here in the now? And that's what this conversation is about. And however you need to break down your now, I break down my now is, Hey, I start today with a blank page. I open, I hit that uh, record button. I open my journal to a blank page and I started my thought process out loud because the thought process came in. As soon as I came back into this awakening realm, where I have to be awake all these hours and participate in this day. Because when you deal with anxiety and depression, the last thing you want to do is participate in the day. You want to stay up under the covers. You want to stay in the bed. You want to stay away from people. And I'm like, well, I got things on the calendar. I can't just stay away from people. And I appreciate the rainy day. But for those of us who deal with some anxieties or being overwhelmed, we start looking for that rainy day as an excuse. So if you are going to reschedule your day, I just want to make sure you do it because it's really raining, not because you didn't have the confidence or things didn't stack up or everything's not in play. I want you to be able to push through on days like days like these. I want us all to be able to push through and to continue, right? Like I am on a countdown. I have a very, tomorrow is supposed to be a very exciting day. But the only thing I know about tomorrow is that it will come with faith. If it's going to come if it's destined, right? And the people say, love to say tomorrow is not promised. That's another excuse because look how many days you have had. So at least try to be prepared. Try to give yourself some type of promise. Okay, so try to give yourself some type of um, um, strategy. You know, try to get upstream and handle these things. So I, I have to remain excited even though... I need to do some other things and I'm like, man, I would love another 30 days, but then that's only procrastination. That's not a prayer. That's procrastination. See, there's a difference between a prayer and procrastination. I don't want to pray for more time. I don't need more time. I need to go ahead and get started. Last minute, um, referrals and reservations and appointments are coming in 
And what I love about the referrals that are coming in, these are the part, this is the part that wasn't even in the plan. And what I love about the referrals is that they're on a larger scale than I thought they would, than I thought I would be functioning at, right? It's like coming, go, I'm going upstream right now, y'all. And I want y'all to follow. I, I'm, I'm going upstream, but I am trying to leave so many ways, not to tip your boat over, but to make it so your boat, so I can propel you with me. There are very few people like me who want to propel others with them. But that's how I came through life. People trying to propel me as f- far forward as they have gone. And that's, and I didn't write that down because there's a whole podcast on how to propel yourself and others forward. But we're talking about rainy days. Whereas rainy days give us the best excuse ever. Rainy, if you are ever looking for an excuse to be late, to be unprepared, okay, to withdraw. Write that down. Ooh, withdraw. Because the goal is not to withdraw. A rainy day. You wake up on a Monday. Oh, my God. For it to rain on a Monday, and it's going to rain on a Monday this week. Uh, this thing is supposed to go all the way to Tuesday. Have you ever went out into the rain? And it's so funny because I, I, you don't see people. Everybody got natural hair and all this stuff now. You rarely see people with, you know, the rain gear and the umbrellas. But I love when I see a person who's got the rain boots on. They've got the fly raincoat. They got the umbrella. They just prepare for the rainy day. And I'm like, man, I love that. I love that yesterday I had to go out into the rain and I grabbed the umbrella and I hadn't used the umbrella in a while. You know me, I got no hair, natural hair. You see the picture. And I needed to go and try to get the dog out because I knew he was going to be real anxious about the storm that was coming. I was like, oh, let me go try and get him to walk a little bit right quick. And it was raining on us, but yet I was standing under the umbrella and I hadn't used the umbrella in so long. And I'm standing there in all this rain with this umbrella. And I'm like, man, this is like ingenious. Who decided? And I probably should have looked this person up so I can shout them out. I'm like, who decided that we would need a personal apparatus? And then one, the one that I had was large enough for myself and the dog, even though he didn't want to stay up under it. He was like, okay, let me get this done so I can get out this rain. But I was rather enjoying because the temperature dropped. You know, there was that smell in the air of cleanliness of everything just being washed away. And thank God it rained because, you know, this is a dog community, right? So you want everything kind of washed away, right? So I'm just like feeling, I'm watching the ground as a little steam is coming up and, and I'm look, just looking around and taking in all this stuff that's happening with this rain and how deprived everything was before the rain and how everything was just soaking in it. The trees, the ground, the grass, you know, even though we, the sprinkler systems are out there and all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm just watching all this stuff just being rinsed, right? And I'm actually enjoying it. I'm like, I kind of want to stay out here and chill a little bit. But then I remember Benjamin Franklin and I'm like, okay, you know, lightning could strike. And I'm standing here with this umbrella. I ain't trying to discover, rediscover electricity. So I best to go on and get back in and we can just watch from the window. But I just realized how everything was mindful and respectful of the rainy day. And when I came back in, I started, I went down my timeline. I started immediately seeing the post of how 
people used to talk about back in the day, you know, when it rained and your grandparents had all these superstitions. And I tie those superstitions to something else, uh, just the fear of things that went on in the world. Because when, when in thunder and lightning, you know, and so forth, uh, there were certain things that just was not copacetic that happened in certain communities. So therefore, you know, you were mindful to sit and be quiet it was so that they can keep track of everybody because, you know, certain things were just happening. But um, I just was respectful of it. And the fact that I still got dressed and I still like, okay, let me finish up. Um, I actually had to, I had some live streaming stuff that I finished up and then I got dressed and I went to go to the event. Now, mind you, by the time I got dressed to go to the event, the sun was out, the storm had already rolled through and it was pretty quick. But even though, you know, I don't know if the weather people got it right in predicting that, Hey, it's going to come through. It's going to be quick. It's going to be gone. Um, I don't know if they completely got it right because everybody seemed to be in a paranoia and I seemed to be on, on one of two people rolling down this street in the, you know, in the sunshine. But again, where we were, it was absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. That whole after effect of the rain coming through and then everything starting to dry up. But then just less than a couple of miles away, that's where the storm stalled and people were going through all kinds of hell, right? Literally. And I was, so when I got back and I was like, cause we saw the notice that the event had been changed to the inclement weather. And we, and we were like, what inclement weather? Everybody I talked to was like, what weather? And then we started seeing the post online of those in the neighborhood, uh, that were having lightning strikes. And I mean, lightning that apparently when it, wherever it stalled, um, it destroyed some things. So you have to be mindful. You have to be mindful, especially on a rainy day. It can be clear where you are. And let's do this really, truly metaphorically. You can be in the clear. But the problem is when you can't be mindful that someone else has not come through the storm. That's where the problem is. And that's where our world exists. And trying to get us to be mindful beyond ourselves. Write that down. That was pretty good. Mindful storm. I'm going to put storm elsewhere because, you know, my note taking is what it is. Okay. Um, that's, that's character. That is character. And that's what we, that's what we try to identify when we try to build our teams. You know, you want, when you're having to work on your goals and your ambitions, you want to be around people of good character, you know. That's why people don't like salesmen. Even though we all have to sell, there are certain characteristics of a salesman um, that people don't like, especially women, women entrepreneurs and women in business. Um, there, are certain, there are certain characteristics. And when I go to um, networkings and when I go to events and conferences and so forth, um, especially when, when, we, when, when they're all um, of, of the female nature, women-centered, there's always this talk about the used car salesman. Like, you know he's lying, can't be, and I said he can't be upfront about the vehicle at all. And you just know, I don't care how much research you get, how many people you get, he's going to lie about something. Lying, okay, liars and lying, write that down, is, is part, it seems to be part of the nature, part of the business. Right. And that's why a lot of people don't even want to go into business because it, it, it t tugs at 
their, what's the word I'm looking for? It tugs at their character. It tugs at, not character, there's a word. It tugs at, a lot of people, uh, they oftentimes hear suggestions that they should say, like say for instance, people who love, they just give away stuff. They go for the nonprofit business or they charity, you know, they're always in charity because they can't, they don't like that, the essence of that style, right, of selling. And so it's just, they just try to stay away from it as much as possible. And we really all do because we all want what? Truth and honesty and transparency. And most people feel like they're just not going to get that in selling. And that's one of the things I tell you. That's why Amazon is as successful as it is. Because one, you know what Amazon allows that pretty much nothing else, everything else that's trying to survive doesn't allow the transparency. Even though you really don't know who you're buying from, you get a chance to take as much time as you want to buy. You get to take as much time to research as you can find out. And they'll tell you, this is not sold by Amazon or reputable. You got all those reviews on there. People telling you, man, I bought this. I was so disappointed. And many people still buy it. They're still a top seller. They're still a top seller, even though they got horrible reviews. Ain't got a five star yet. But if they got something that everybody needs, okay, and everybody buy it because they feel like they can do something different with it. Well, I'm not going to get, I'm not, I'm buying it knowing this part of it doesn't work. I can fix that, right? There's people out there who can go and buy every kind of used car out there and they can go replace every part on it and, and be rolling in, in, in a dream vehicle, okay? Because they know, but, but that's the, the success of this thing. That's what this thing is all about. All right, so let's go to the top, top to the bottom, making sure that we are making sense. We're creating an infographic, which I am one day going to publish, and something called How to Get Out of Bed, but how to get out of bed on a rainy day. Um, you got to be able to understand, are you upstream or are you downstream? Are you floating away? I One of my greatest mentors in my head uh, was Robert Johnson, because when I wanted to, John Johnson, not Robert Johnson, John Johnson. Um, when I wanted to start dryer buzz and, and I had this, you know, dream of, of something of, of a glossy, kind of a glossy, um, but it wasn't the time. And because I did my research, it wasn't the time to start a glossy, um, magazines were folding each and every day going into tremendous debt. And this is back in 1999, um, and I wanted to create the salon magazine, or not even a salon, but a magazine. Uh, putting it in the salons was one of the, the, the options of it. Because I wanted to go in salons because it seemed like magazines in the salons had tremendous shelf life. So that meant that I didn't have to publish it weekly or monthly. You know, the articles I put in there, they were going to be forever. And this is when I got the idea around forever content. So I wanted to publish, you know, forever content, almost encyclopedia, wiki kind of type, right? And uh, and so I was listening to, uh, I bought everything, I read everything I could on uh, Johnson Publishing, Ebony and Jet and Fashion Fair and all this kind of stuff, right? And lo and behold, um, audiobook, I came across the audiobook, and I don't know if I got it off of Audible or, or, or what, but um, I still have it and I still listen to it. And it I wish the people at Ebony and Jet would listen to it and realize how Ebony and Jet started um, before they are absolutely no longer 
And they're probably at that point because I don't know. I haven't seen y'all share it. I haven't really seen since since social media been around. It's we've been hard pressed to see a post of shared posts about Ebony and Jet or from that originated at Ebony and Jet. Um, and right now they're trying to they're trying to do a lot of clickbait over there. But anyway, I remember in his audio in his audio book he talked about the the town that they lived in that when their government decided to flood their town and he talked about and when 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 I say they decided to flood the town they decided to flood the town and drown the people okay there was no like warning it's like okay we're gonna let's flood we're gonna flood that town drown those people. And he talked about having to be rescued. His family literally pulled. He remembers being pulled from the water and going on. And, and he and his mom, it was he and his mom. And, and he talked about, you know, his ambition of starting this thing. He talked about the relationships. He talked about the money that he borrowed. He talked about um, um, something about, I think he financed the mom's furniture or something like that um, to get Jet Magazine started. And then going on and building Ebony and then Fashion Fair. Uh, for with the wife and all these different things. I mean, just all the adversities. And so that was one. And what was so important about that, the whole upstream, downstream conversation, when I read that, and then when Katrina happened, and I was like, wow. Because I could not understand that and I and I'm pretty sure New Orleans to this day can't understand. And there's a play out there called Sw- Swimming Upstream, Katrina story, is that this had happened before. Those great floods had happened before, so that's why people had a knowledge of what to do during Katrina because it had happened to their lineage, to their grandparents and great-grandparents before. That's why they knew what to do, but they were unprepared in a sense of, oh, this wasn't the natural disaster that people think it was. This was a decision that was made once again, we're going to flood this particular area in order to save this particular area. And it, and, and it didn't just happen there. It happens everywhere. There's a case of it happening here. That's why I don't nobody want to go to like, Lake Lanier, because people think that it is uh, haunted simply because there was a situation of a decision to flood something, you know, that that body of water is created because of a decision to flood a town. And so anybody trying to go up there, uh-uh, I don't know why, go on up there. We'll wait for the news, but that's all right. Enjoy yourselves because, you know, it's one thing to be upstream and be upstream with an understanding of what happens downstream. It's another to be upstream and not care about what's going on downstream. I remember getting four hours of rain here upstream and going online and said, listen, people, please be careful downstream. We just had a four hour downfall. That water is coming. And then in, a, in the next couple of hours, watching areas flood. It's like, uh, yeah, we do not to be on the highway because that's the waterway. You got to understand, listen, where you are, you need to go on Google earth or go on your GPS and zoom in, zoom out, do what you got to do and find the waterways around you. It might look like a little stream right now, but it is feeding off of something. It's a stream because guess what? When that water reaches a certain level, that water comes through it's coming your way if you are downstream. Same thing with problems, okay? People upstream, 
They send their problems downstream. They're not even sending. They're just trying to get rid of their problems. They automatically flow downstream. So you need to be mindful of that, right? And that same thing is that I wrote. The next word I wrote on that is gaze and lens. And because what they'll do is divert the gaze. What they'll do is divert the lens, right? And then you're like, and there are people out there right now. Every time you say Katrina, they say it happened to us too. Like when you say what went on in Louisiana, uh, it got to Louisiana because it went through Mississippi. Mississippi, like, wait, it started here. They were downstream. Mississippi was the upstream, right? And the water ended up downstream, which was Louisiana, that big bowl, right? So, but the gaze wasn't on Mississippi. The lens wasn't on Mississippi. Mississippi, Mississippi, nobody had any emotions about Mississippi. People want Mississippi gone. I'm just saying, Mississippi has a horrible history. Nobody cares. I'm sorry, y'all. So the gay, putting a gaze on Mississippi didn't manipulate any kind of emotions. People were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the I'm going through that. They're going to be gone. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. We're talking about, we're talking about how, what manip- emotions write that down. We're talking about emotions here. And look, I'm writing down emotions under liars, okay? I'm just saying. M- emotions. Media. In and of itself, the M starts for manipulate, manipulate. The E is emotions. The D is disseminating. The I is information. The A is abstract. Manipulate emotions, disseminating information, abstracts, right? Okay, so in the course of the storm, which went Alabama, it went Mississippi, it went Louisiana, Okay. Talked a little bit about Alabama. Didn't manipulate any emotions. Storms go through Alabama every day. Talked about Mississippi. Didn't manipulate anybody's emotions. In fact, uh, what's his name? David Banner. He he was from Mississippi. He did a lot. He left Atlanta with trucks and everything going to Alabama, going to Mississippi. Uh, Biloxi. Biloxi got wiped out and still not fully back. And no emotions, right? But then when they started showing Katrina in Louisiana. It's like, wait, we're getting something. We're getting the barometer. The temperature is rising. People are concerned about this. And so, therefore, they got all the gaze. They got the lenses. People watched what happened at the Superdome, and and they watched what happened in the community. I was looking. I was like, look at the Asian community over there. They they, they over there, too. Like, they out there, too. But they didn't didn't allow the lens on them. They didn't allow the gaze on them. They're like, no, we're not getting on those buses. We're good. Our people are coming for us. We just wait for the tide to turn. We wait for the water to go. And and lo and behold, to this day, you still don't know how they rebuilt. Because they, they're not going to let you know. And yet, you still got people all over this country. Because they was bus- people got on buses not even knowing where they were going. Ended up all over the United States. There are places that repopulate. Like, look, bring us some of them folk. Okay? Rainy days, y'all. Rainy days. Rainy days are the telling of the survival. Rainy days, when it rains, guess what? The first thing you know is whether or not you're on a good foundation. Uh-oh. Write that down. Emotion. Foundation. I'm telling you, honey, I just downsized. I hated rainy days. Oh, my God. Dealing with it. Got to get the roof. Oh, man. Just had a new roof. Oh, now we got an issue. Got to do the roof again. Got Look, what about the moisture? Oh, my God, the moisture's coming in. Okay, got to deal with the moisture in the air. You know what comes after the moisture? You got to deal with the mold. Oh, the basement flood. There are people right now 
who haven't. See, that's what I say. You've got to be mindful. Why can't we be I'm mindful? It's already on. Let me check because I don't said it twice. You got to be mindful. And it's hard to be mindful if you've never been there and, and you don't. You don't even, the sad part about it is you don't have to be there, but it's human nature that we don't really understand it until you have been there. There are people right now with this rain that are worried because they need a new roof. I mean, when you can be mindful, you're out, out of, I'm out of those problems. I'm out of the situation, but I still had an anxiety. I still, I know what that feels like. And there is nothing better than somebody understanding. Please don't go through all of this if you're not trying to come to an understanding. Have you ever seen somebody given all the information, all the opportunity in the world, and they still never, they still never get smarter, or they still never get to a better understanding, they, they never get to a better place? Can you imagine? Have you ever seen... My, my device is getting hot, y'all. Have you ever witnessed... Somebody to that degree that, and I'm going to go and check your, check your comments over here, guys. Give me just a second. Have you ever, ever got seen a person that should be, my God, they should be more intelligent than that. My God, they should be more concerning, more caring than that. And that's what we were talking about, that used car sales. Like, like you done sold enough bad vehicles. You should at least be a little bit more concerning about what you're putting in the marketplace, putting people out there in in vehicles where things are going on and they're, they're it's like it should be it should things should be better. We should be better humans, we should be a better place. And we are for the most part. No, nope, not for the most part. For the least part we are. Um and this is something that that's measured and gauged on social media. I think that we are but what what it does more than anything, it make, it brings about more fear. I hate to keep writing down fear. It brings on more fear rather than preparation, rather than advancing us as a society, advancing. Write that down. Society, advance. Rather than advancing us as a society, we're always, you know, in that school of fish, you know, they go to the left, go to the right. If you, if they if all went to the left and you saw one go to the right, that one going to the right would be going against the current. Oh, in the stream, right? So many of them just riding along. They don't even have to work. There's only, if you look at the school, there's only so many of them really working. Because guess what? Like, remember in, in Finding Nemo, Remember when uh, the tortoises, they were just riding the stream. Well, that stream had been created by something else. They didn't create it. They jumped in it. It was already gone. So you got to ask yourself, what went through there before them that caused that? What, how, how did they, have you ever, I know y'all been on the beach and you like, you're excited because you see that ship go by out in the distance. Because you know that ship going by is going to create some amazing waves for you to enjoy on the beach. Too many of us are just standing on the beach waiting on the waves and not willing to make any. Too many of us are not willing to rock the boat. The used car salesman ain't yet trying to be truthful, honest, and transparent about those bad vehicles, right? And this thing has not 
being able to witness, you can go on your social media and witness everybody experiencing something good and everybody experiencing something bad. And the very sad part about it is it has not helped us to progress as a society because you can look at a comment. Somebody's out there right now asking for help. They're asking for solutions. You're like, man, they ask those questions all the time. And it's like, people don't want to give them the answers. People still come. It's like you would think America is still young, but as long as society has been here, you would think we would have more foresight than we do. But we don't because of fear. We just become afraid. It's like, oh, this feels like, oh, this looks like, oh, let me just let me just tense up and just hope it passes me. Well, the way in which not to get caught up in it is out there. It's published. It's written. It's done. There's workshops. There's courses. There's conferences there's experts there's all of this stuff to tell us how to do this and yet it's still you still got people i want to learn on my own i want to make my own mistakes i want to i want to drown downstream there's still people to this very day i'm not going i'm not moving i'm not budging i'm not leaving when clearly those have that have gone upstream have gone upstream survived they come back after the fact you know there were those that um, that were those that when they say evacuate, they're the first. They, you don't even have to tell them they're gone. They're like, oh yeah, it's raining this weekend. Let's go into Atlanta, <laughs> you know. And I mean, it's it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And and we're all we all have those faults. We all have those traits. That's the word I was looking for. Traits. The difference between upstream and downstream. It's traits. I'm going to, where are we on time? 36. I'm trying to figure out if that's our last word. The difference between rainy days and sunny days is traits. There are those who can deal with both. There are those who strive in the rainy days. Because have you ever seen that person that you out and about? Man, that person that come out there with them ponchos. They got that. They keep a case of ponchos. They keep some umbrellas. I remember back in the day, downtown Atlanta. And, and commuting through town and working downtown or even going to school. I, I, I was one of those kids that commuted across town to school and all that kind of stuff. And I just remember if it was raining, there was always somebody selling umbrellas. And, you know, you don't, you get home, you got five, six umbrellas because you always, you never prepare. You didn't look at the weather report. You know, and back in the day in Atlanta, um, the weather report was so racist. You had to watch it just to see, because they would never mention the black neighborhoods. Like, it could be a tornado in the black neighborhood, and they would like, and they would always have this statement they would make. It must be verified. It could just be straight line winds. It may not be. I mean, it was like, web news, y'all, y'all wonder why I hate the news. It is the source of racism. And so all the weather people, they would be on, it would be a storm right on top of a black neighborhood, and they would be talking about some shit 50 miles away. Like, it, it's not here yet. Uh, duh, what is that? <laughs> you know, so you had to like read your own weather. So therefore you had to be prepared. Right. And so you get downtown, you're like, you don't, I don't feel like carrying an umbrella. You know, it's not going to rain till noon. I'm going to be where I got to go. And then you get caught up. And next thing you know, you out there buying one of the little $5 umbrellas or ponchos or, you know, whatever they were selling. But there was always somebody prepared to make the best of a rainy day. There are always those who can survive during a rainy day. You're like, wait, it's raining outside. It's storming. The internet connection ain't even that good. But drivers are still doing how to get out of bed. Drivers are still giving us a good 45 minutes to get us out of this bed, to bring us through this depression, to make us prepared for the day, right? 
Because there are some of us, our strengths and our weaknesses, that's what we're talking about, traits, strengths, and weaknesses. There are those who they, they don't, I'm trying to spell and write at the same time. There are those who you know it's like they're not every day, they, mm, but when something happens, man, they're ready to lead you out of still troubled waters, Right? They are coming through, and you, you wonder where that strength comes from. Where they get that knowledge? How do they do this? Because on the ordinary, they're like, oh, you're good. But then when something happens, man, they got your back because that's what they're good for. We all got, some, we all got a trait in us um, that's a little bit stronger than the trait in others. We all got that, right? So we're talking about rainy days. And let's go ahead and go from the top, top to the bottom. I'm literally at the end of the page on this one, y'all. And we woke up with a rainy day. I don't know. It may, something, Like I said, you could be upstream. You could be in the clear. You're like, what is she talking about, rainy day? That sun is so bright. Man, I'm trying to close the blinds. Honey, I got no light over here. I'm literally sitting in like nighttime darkness because it is storming outside, okay? So rainy days, I was talking a little bit about upstream and downstream and how do we prepare. We were talking about the gaze because it, the gaze and the lens um, of where we are, uh, I really want us to understand that because that's what really drives our emotions and, and emotions are really what we deal with as on the human nature side of things, right? <clears throat> I don't think there's anything else that has as many emotions. I'm talking about all in the universe that has as many, or at least we don't know. And there are studies to try to figure out, because, yeah, there's some animals, you know, there's some plants and things like that that are emotions. But everything else seems to have figured this out. And we're always trying to figure it out. You know, people can write books after books after books. They can make movies on movies and movies, podcasts upon podcasts, and all these things are trying to trying to say. But for some reason, we seem to continue to separate ourselves from what's obviously part of our nature, obviously part of us. So at the top, I just wrote down rainy days, whether, whether to call it a rainy day. If you're going to call it a rainy day, don't just call it a rainy day because that's your go-to excuse, but really qualify. We talked about, we did a podcast on quantifying and qualifying, really qualified as a rainy day. If all need be, I'm watching right now. When I get out this podcast, I got a couple of things I had on the calendar today and I'm watching to see if they, uh, canceled. Um, postpone or, you know, I've got an event tomorrow. Um, my first clients are coming through for the, and I haven't shouted out my supporters, but my first clients are coming through for the social media clinic. And I'm like, you know, while it's, while I might be in a rainy day, they could be in the clear and they like, wait, wait, why are you, why are you canceling? Or I could have a clear day and the storm could be where they are. So I need to be mindful. I'm watching to see if they will want to reschedule some of these appointments that I have if they'll want to reschedule and I have to be mindful of that right and 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 be ready to make those adjustments right because so while I'm having to kind of scale back the full-on celebration because we don't know what overnight may bring if it rains all day we don't know what overnight may bring I'm upstream I make sure I'm always upstream right but yet there are those that are downstream 
And you want to be mindful because, you know, you could be celebrating. Like, think about when when Katrina went on and all these other things. There were things going on all around the country that we kind of had to put a pause on that because everything was giving us that gaze and all the lenses turned towards them. And there were some things going on during that during that weekend, as a matter of fact. Um, So we talk about our ambition and our goals. Your ambitions and your goals are going to be impacted when you are not mindful, when you can't. When your strategy doesn't include um, some alternate plans, you know, and you could be a plan A person, you could be a, a no alternative person, but it still could impact your strategy and your goal. You could plan everything, right? Um, but you need to know what the next move is going to be, depending on all kinds of all kinds of situations, so you don't have to completely withdraw. Uh, and might be mindful of those that are are what I got are in the storm elsewhere. Be mindful of those that could be in the storm elsewhere because that shows to your character. And we judge character all day long. We judge character, confidence, all of that all day long. And when you show a trait in the character, um, some people can't bounce back from that. Some people are not going to be able to say, oh, we, that was just in the storm. This is how they were in the storm. You ever dealt with a person when you were going through a storm and you're like, okay, I got to cut them off, you know, because that kind of behavior understanding that, you know, we were in a bad situation, all these kind of things are going on, but you know, that was a bit much. I can't deal with that. I can't handle that because, and what if it wasn't even a serious story? It was like, man, that was just a little bit of rainy. You lost it. You threw everybody under the bus. You know, what happens when we are in a serious storm? Can I, can I count on them for that? And how much are you counting on others rather than yourself? Right? How many liars and lying? How much liar? How many, how many liars and how much lying is going on around you? That could be impacting your emotion. It could be take breaking away at your foundation, and uh, you know, never really coming to an understanding. And also, I've got fear, and a lot of this stuff. We're at a point now where our society should be our society society at this point should be experiencing the most advances ever yet at a time we are so totally regressing going basing off a little bit of information and every time i think about this i'm thinking about this situation with beyonce and the um owner of the um, team at the basketball game they were going on because now there's other you know other pictures out there like you know I don't think we misjudged or mis misunderstood the gaze in that moment. And, you know, Beyonce looked irritated. She looked highly irritated. Okay. And, and one of the things is, and I think this is, I think this is going to, this is becoming the more and more these things happen and they're becoming so egregious. Um, and, and I'm not even going to say that these are truly Beyonce's fans, because, you know, one of the things I do is I study behavior. I study social mobs, okay? And what I have learned about these social mobs, and a lot of them, first of all, the reason why it's going to impact Beyonce is because she doesn't speak out when these things happen. You know, they said, okay, her manager made a made a statement. No, you need to go on your Instagram where you post, you know, because she posted, she, 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 she posted some stuff that allowed, that fueled, she fueled this fire as well. Um, she needs to at some point start calling these people up. But the sad part about it is we need to see her make that kind of attempt. But the people that are doing this kind of thing, they're not, they're not true Beyonce fans. 
um, this, this is that like Freaknik, right? What you know about Freaknik right now, people always tell you that wasn't really Freaknik. That wasn't the college students. That wasn't the college celebration that was born that became known as, as Freaknik, right? Um, what everybody seems to know, all that stuff that went on in the streets and then the nudity, the nakedness, the rapes, uh, all of that stuff, the, um, degradation of society, all of that stuff that's attached to Freaknik, that wasn't the college weekend and the cookouts and the celebrations of the end of the school year that actually grew. Cause you know, I worked at the college during that time and that wasn't the thing. And I lived in the community where this thing was born out of. Uh, the part, the first original uh, picnic or not picnic cookout. We don't say picnic cookout that happened uh, happened in my neighborhood, and because the college was actually in the neighborhood, in, in extension of the neighborhood, and so what you know about Freaknik and what Uncle what Luke is trying to bring that part of it is like what he's trying to bring is half and half. It's not necessarily uni- the university style situation. It's you know, and it's going to be interesting to say, to say the least. Um, but all that people know about it from all around the world, people every day have to say, that's not what we were. That's not what this was. That's not what the city was. That's not what, you know, happened. I mean, I remember it's like, wait, where do all these people come from? You know, it's supposed to be, you know, the students at the university, a couple thousands you know, tens of thousands or this, that, and the other. Okay, wait, where did the hundreds of thousands come from, right? You know, and so forth and so on, you know, to the point where all the hotels are booked and all the streets are blocked and all of this, this, that, and the other because there was no strategy, no planning. And just by word of mouth and hearsay and, and what little bit of social media there was at the time and so forth. But even in this Beyonce thing, I think it's going to become, I think I think come Monday, come Monday, there's going to be a little bit of fault on her um, simply because people are like, well, man, you know, this is like probably the, the, the second time that they have made some grave errors. Remember the last time they had the wrong person. They went after Rachel Ray when people were talking about the other Rachel, the, uh, the Rachel that was, um, what Becky with the good hair and people went making all these threats on Rachel Ray. You know, it's like, wait, they're not even informed. Can they read? And it, it's not even her fans or the stands that's this, they, they, there's an element that joins into this and it's like it to her and she needs to, she needs to say something, even if to clearly identify it's not the fans. She needs to say, those are not my fans. My fans don't behave in that manner. They are doing that under the guise or the gaze of being fans, but that's not how true fans behave. Cause I mean, you know, in, and that's what they do. That's that's the so she needs to she needs to say. Not a team, not anybody else, just just a little post on the thing. You know, she put a post and no comments, no commentary. You know, those are not beehive. That's not the beehive. Right? Thank you, thank you, dog. That's not the beehive. She needs to she needs to say that. And it's going to become a trait. And what's cause what's gonna happen is you allow that to be a description of or a um behavior if you allow that to remain a behavior or a trait attached to the beehive what you what's what do you think is gonna happen she's gonna start experiencing diff, booking difficulties venue difficulties 
Um, oh, they like, well, your beehive behavior is going to start getting that meat meal treatment. No, you ain't coming up in here. Y'all going to have to roll on to the next. She's going to end up on the list, right? So you have to say that that's not the beehive. That's not, that's not a true beehive. That's not how a beehive functions. They don't go, bees don't go rogue, okay? Well, they, I don't know, do they? No. Bees are, are bee, uh, the behavior of bees can be modified to, can be controlled, right, in a sense, right? So, and then, too, guess, because I'm like, okay, wait, y'all were at the last game y'all was at, the owner's wife got death threats. Uh, do we want y'all on the front row anymore? I'm just saying. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any more um, season tickets at that level. You, y'all might need to go up a, up a couple of rows. You might need, y'all need to be in the suites, you know, although it's, it's, it was at one point hella important for us to get y'all in the shot, you know, to sell the tickets, you know, come Beyonce and Jay-Z going to be at the game, you know, come on to the game. They're going to be on the front row. Well, not if the death, not if it means death threats, not if it means death threats. So that's why I say you gotta, you gotta, she gotta, she gotta say something. She has to post. Let me put it real simple. She has to post something to separate the mob mentality from the beehive. Or else the, it's going to be char- become characteristics and traits of the beehive that nobody's going to want to deal with. Nobody's going to want to deal with. And she is right behind Jay-Z on becoming a billionaire. And uh, I guarantee you she's not trying to lose that because really everybody was watching to see who will become a billionaire first? The only reason I think she's probably not a billionaire is because, uh, didn't didn't meet him at the mark is because she's not selling um, other things as much as you know or invest. I don't know because everybody thought she was ahead of Jay Z in this. And we just not competition wise. We're just talking about the financials on that level. But you know it needs to be it needs to be controlled. And we all know a beehive a, a beehive um, can be clearly controlled. In that, but it's going to be this mob mentality has to stop, and the mob mentality, social mob mentality, has been something. That's why I said society should have advanced a little bit more. You know, it's like really the fact that we did not, and I say we, uh, did not wait for the full story. Everybody went with 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 the, that little crop, that meme. It's like you know because the, the meme, the, the we, <laughs> the funny part about it is. Yes, you can. Yes, you can go by the meme. You the meme is the thing. The meme is worth a thousand words. It's like yes, you can judge that. Yes, it is possible. You can. You there's no such thing as taking stuff out of context today. It's just not because it's like that. That was a that was a clearly defined behavior. In that moment, I don't care if you gave us 20 hours of footage. She still, that when that eye twitched, like, girl, whether she was upset about the lady talking to him or what, because clearly they were ordering drinks or whatever. It's like, you in my space, basically and simply. You know, you in my space. And she already was like, 
kind of uncomfortable because, oh, man, she wore this outfit to the front row. Now, wait, I got to cover my legs up because Lord knows them cameras and the zooms. I got to see her wrapped up in this coat because my outfit is short, you know. And then it's like you leaning all on me. It's like, and then y'all, first of all, y'all, let me tell y'all vodka drink or something. Because I'm going to tell you, if anything, that, the vodka, oh my God, y'all, please, let me tell you, rum, okay, rum. I'm just going to tell you, y'all, if he, they, if her, that lady and Jay-Z were drinking vodka, and Beyonce probably don't drink, I, I, well, yeah, she do get down, we see that too. But if the person to your left and the person to your right are, are drinking some vodka, that is hella uncomfortable. All that going across the front of you, I'm telling you, it don't, it don't ever smell good. It don't, let, let me tell you, can I just tell y'all? It don't ever smell, I don't care how much lime, strawberry, vanilla, I don't care what you put up in there, it stinks. Pure and simple. Y'all, I can't stand the smell of people who consuming that vodka. I can't do it. I'm telling you, on the ride home, oh, the, and please, no, no, we're not doing a night with this. No, uh-uh, 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 okay? Beer and vodka, y'all is killing the vibe. I'm just saying, please, rum. Even a little whiskey if you got to. But that vodka, got to be more careful. I can't tell you. So I can just, when that eye twitch, I'm like, oh, that vodka just hit her. It hit her. It hit her right there. And then, like, then you're then you going to have a whole conversation. And I got to sit here and pretend to smile for this kid. Because I know all these gay, I know the gays is on me. Beyonce, I see you, girl. And it's like all in her hair on the left and the right. She had just got, you go look at the pictures. She was, Beyonce, it was rocking it, okay? And then the person to the left and the person to the right. And you know, they they probably, I don't know what they were drinking. I don't know what level, what chef it was. Let me tell you, I don't care what chef the vodka is on. The top chef, the bottom chef, the middle chef. I don't care if it's free. I don't care if you own the, own the distillery. It stank, pure and simple. Okay, I never have a vodka sponsor, but that's all right because I'm a whiskey woman. I'm a rum lady. Give me y'all. Um, and it's it, rum. It's like it's smooth and it's classic and it has it just it just it's not offensive. It's just not offensive. Okay, especially if you getting up out of bed and you like, you know, had that night. I'm just saying. Uh, listen, I wouldn't. I I ain't pitching in no vodka company no way. But I'm just saying, I can just, I can see. But we're talking about rainy days, upstream, downstream. Uh, I think that come Monday, if not already, uh, not through the manager, not through everybody else trying to figure this thing out, Beyonce needs to define, she's going to have to define the beehive. She's going to have to put on her beekeeper and get the bees in, in order because there's an element Moving into and Bayhive, y'all need to y'all need to point them out. Y'all need to point them out and let people know y'all ain't not that big enough. Bayhive don't make death threats. That's not what the Bayhive does. That is clearly not what the Bayhive does. So y'all need to y'all need to see what's getting up in the mix with y'all and put these people out. And they do the first thing they come with. I'll kill you. It's like, do you know that this is social media that? 
that just in essence of getting an email from you or an inbox from you that I now know exactly who you are and can clearly like really like, come on, y'all. This thing is so trapped. And then not only that, you're going to make you're going to make those kinds of threats to a person who can like really all of them, every last one of them probably up in some kind of interrogation room right now. Y'all be playing with the wrong people in this social media. I'm telling these mobs, y'all better get it together. You're not anonymous. I don't care how many accounts you don't win it when it created. How many profiles you got out there? It's like there's a trail to each and every last one. Okay, let's get ready to get out of here in two minutes to go. All right, so top to the bottom, uh, bottom to the top, make sure that it all makes sense and that we can get out of bed and go and flourish in our day, even on a rainy day. Um, just going to be mindful. Where are you? Are you upstream or are you downstream? Make sure you know. Do you know? Please, if you're on one of these comments, if you listen to this on the replay or catch it on the podcast, please let me know. I need you to tell me. I mean, literally tell me. Are you upstream or are you downstream? So that we can know because sometimes we, we got to save each other. Um, what happens in the gaze and the lens? The, ga- the gaze and the lens. Learn how to look beyond the gaze. Learn how to look beyond the lenses and find yourself some so- some some sources, some true sources that you can trust so that you can get some true information. All right? If you don't, I'm going to tell you, your ambitions and your goals will always be off-centered. Your strategies will never come to fruition. You won't be able to define your next move because you're not operating on full information. You're going to find that you will have to withdraw. And that's what a rainy day is. And most people find themselves having to withdraw in rainy days because they did not make sure that they didn't know if they was upstream or downstream. They didn't make sure they had a good foundation. They got a good roof on their plan, right? So they have to withdraw. Be mindful that the storm, while the storm may not still be where you are, it could be elsewhere. Those that can be mindful that somebody somewhere is experiencing the storm or somebody somewhere is not in the storm and can come and help. Those are the ones that have true character. Okay. They're not the liars. They're not the ones always lying. They don't get caught off guard with their emotions. They have strong foundation and a full understanding and fear does not deter them. Fear. Now fear you still may have some fear. It's raining. There still should be some fear and some caution. Let me write that down next to fear. Caution. There still should be some caution. And, and again, going back to withdraw. It's one thing to be fearful and withdraw. It's another thing to be cautioned and proceed ahead. If you want to proceed ahead, if it's raining, you do what? You proceed with caution. That's how our society advances. And the fact that our society has not advanced as much, especially in a time when the playing field is leveled and there are no time zones, no barriers um, that we are. You know, you ever seen that meme where somebody tied the horse to a plastic chair? That's what that's what we look like right now. Because you don't have as many barriers, you don't have as many things against you as you think you do. You're just looking through the wrong gaze. You are looking through the, with the wrong lenses and, 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 and convincing yourself that you can't have or do what it is that you want to do. And now, guess what? You can't get out of bed. All of that thought process that's on you, you can't get out of bed. And you like, wait a minute, I'm sitting over here worried and everybody else is going on about their business. Time, you look, wait, time is still moving. Time is still moving. Time is still going. Wait, that's a breath. Yep, you got a breath in you now. You got another one coming, right? Even though everything in this world wants you to not be prepared and not to look to tomorrow. Well, guess what? What if we had that mindset yesterday? I wouldn't be here today. All right. So advance yourself. Find your best traits. You, you might not have all the good traits, okay? You might not have the best traits at this or the best traits at that, but you got something. 
You've got something that you can consider your strength and overcome your weaknesses. And that's our last, absolute last word of the day. Rainy days determine our strengths and our weaknesses. And that's what you need to be mindful of today, right? As long as you have an understanding on a rainy day, this not rainy. If rainy days are not your strongest days, guess what? It's still okay. It's still okay. Call it a burn day if you must. Call it off if you must. But there is something about feeling accomplished about going on through the storm. All right? I hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Like I said, we do this each and every day. Subscribing those who subscribe to a journal, we open our journal to a blank page. Yesterday we talked about Faith Forward. If you want to catch that, it is now uh, listed right somewhere right before this one. If you're on the podcast, it's the podcast before this one. If you're on Periscope, it's probably one or two before this one. In between, you're going to see a couple of different content on that. In fact, when I finish this podcast, I have to go and do a second podcast that we call Buzz It or Bash It. So that's what we talk about. I'm going to be talking about some more of this uh, Beyonce stuff. Also, got to tell you, promotional consideration provided by Natural Soap by Zakia. This is Probably, y'all, the last day if you want to shop for a dad in the natural soap, beard care, skin care, uh, getting dad some natural soap, soap on the rope, some home, not homemade, but um, artisan handcrafted natural soap. You want to definitely check out natural soap by Zakia. I am finishing up my bar of lemongrass trying to decide what's the next bar I want to experience. And, man, it is very, when I tell you it's hard to decide, it's absolutely Hard to decide. Now, Zakia is a natural soap maker. You get to watch her come up with her amazing creations. You get to watch her ship and package your product. And I'm telling you, it's been the best thing ever. I've been using it for the last three years. And so I am confident in telling you, you want to, uh, you want to be cleaner longer. You want to do less cleaning of your shower because you rinse clean and your shower rinse clean. And you don't got to worry about soap scum everywhere. You need to be using natural soap. And that's natural soap by Zakia.com. And I'm going to save you 10% because I'm going to tell you to use your code DRYERBUZZ. Also, all of my authors, here I am doing turning. How am I going to turn How to Get Out of Bed into the next best-selling book? I'm joining the Nation of Authors at AIB Nation. Those of you that are already ready, got your books done, listen, they're getting ready, packing up and headed on a three-city tour. You can get on the bandwagon, get out there and promote your book, travel. All my teachers that y'all are out there right now working on your books, and, and I know you've already had to do much research and much writing. Take some of that and put it in your next bestseller. Join the um, Nation of authors and that's AIB Nation. Look just look up that hashtag on whatever your favorite platform, AIB Nation. Also, I was telling you guys earlier, look for the flyer. Look look on my timeline for this flyer. Social media for business clinics. Social media for business clinics. You can book your uh consultation right now on Instagram, SM Clinics, SM Clinics. Uh, on Instagram and also on Dryer Buzz um, page, you can see the link in the fire to learn how to book. Now, we've got two group clinics that happens on Sundays. If you're looking for an amazing business meetup, 
uh, on Sundays, we've got two. We've got, if you want to bring live streaming into your social media strategy, there's a streaming clinic that happens. Uh, and these are 90 minute clinics. They're group clinics on Sundays. Uh, also a vendor clinic. If you want to go from selling to sold out, selling to sold out, you want to come, um, two is the vendor clinic. The streaming clinic is at 4.30s, and those are on Sundays. They're very they're small group, limited seating. Um, I think I have a couple spaces left for tomorrow, as a matter of fact, 24 hours after this podcast. Again, watching whether or not everybody's going to be safe upstream and downstream, So, um, and watching to see what the weather does for that. And then on Mondays, we have um, business appointments available for you. Starting at 7 a 7 to 2 p.m. I think it's no 7 7 to 6 I think it is 7 to 6 um, p.m. You can come and let's talk about your business strategy and those are the social media clinics and also um, groups. I've got groups and other organizations are inviting us out. I know we have one in August and we also have coming up. I went to the networking on with 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 so we will be doing a clinic for them. So that's two clinics. So um, check your organization. Your organization has not contacted us. Thank you for those of you that are referring your organizations um, to profess to bring the clinics to you. That are traveling clinics. You will see them all around the city. But the Tuesday, no, Sunday and Monday, they are located in Lithia Springs, uh, one exit from two exits from Six Flags, two exits from Six Flags. That's our home office. And uh, you'll be able to come and meet me there on Sundays and Mondays. I'm thinking about a Monday evening group clinic. Um, I, I don't like doing business in the evenings. And I understand that, you know, that's the thing. But the strategies just don't work for me. Um, I don't see people really implementing from those. So that's why we have a breakfast one at 7 a.m. on Mondays that you can find out about. So anyway, I'm excited because that's going to be new and getting that off the ground has been a labor of absolute love. So I'm going to get let you guys go off into your day because I got to switch hats and do a podcast and enjoy the rest of the day. Again, if you're upstream, um, if you're downstream, be mindful as we are experiencing where I am, rainy days. And I hope you enjoyed this analogy, the, met- the metaphors and uh, really life lessons on how to get out of bed. If I sound like I have relaxed and pulled the covers back over me, I absolutely have. And I'm going to just sit here and watch the rain. Y'all have a great day. Do me one more favor. And you know what that favor is? Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.